and welcome to Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We're your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Shibby. And I'm Ethan Sereski, and I'm far from broke, got enough bread, and mad hoes asks Beavis, I get nothing but head. I love it. And... <laughs> It's Big well, L. It's Big L. Okay, uh, that lyric. that that wasn't you. That was no, a quote? no. It's a Big L lyric. Well, boy, that Big L. He's some kind of talent. He is. We've got he a was, great show for he you. He passed this away. Week. Let's you know be nice. Rest about in it. peace. May your memory be a blessing, Big L. <laughs> so, <laughs> why don't you hit these guys up with the premise of the show, Ethan? Like all episodes of Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, one of us, Shibble, in fact, this week, mm-hmm. has done extensive research on a ghost, ghoul, goblin, demon, or some such. And this week, that would be the estries of Jewish folklore. And the other of us, me, Ethan, has done absolutely no research. I know nothing about it. I don't know what an estri is. I'm Jewish, and I and I still know nothing I about know. what an estri is. And I'll be asking the questions your hearts are burning with desire to know. Now, first of all, I think, and I'm not 100% sure, but from what I've read, I believe the singular ends in an S. I believe it's estries is the singular, oh. as well as the plural. Oh, I thought an estri would be... Uh, that oh. That's what I initially thought as well, but I believe estries is a singular. That is an estries. Oh, well, that, that throws a monkey wrench in, in my whole <laughs> syntax. Yes, it's going to be a challenge. And you know what? Let's, let's just get it wrong for the rest of the episode. Yeah. For the rest of the episode, the singular is going to be estri. We're changing yeah, some I, taxonomy yeah. here. Makes a lot more sense. I, no I disrespect. Obviously. Okay, I want to say something off the bat. I wanted to do a Jewish monster this week because I wanted to put a highlight on the Jewish people and Jewish culture. I think that anti-Semitism is a huge problem in America, and it's becoming worse these days. And I wanted to take a moment to call that off right at the jump and say, if you're an anti-Semite and you're listening to this show, I want you to stop playing it. I want you to go... Take a gun and put it in your mouth. <laughs> and I want you to just taste the metal. And I want you to think about whether or not the world would be a better place without you in it. And just just come to the right decision. <laughs> just come to the right decision. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Trigger warnings. Oh, my God. Literally. I, yeah. 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 Well, that's where I was going with it. Yeah. Um, I, I happen to agree. Um, and not just because I think, I'm Jewish, yeah, we could, but because we could, I think uh, any sort of bigot is worthless yes. to me. But, but this is a specific problem that seems to be on the uptick, and it's really disturbing. Uh, so, anyway, now that that's, I've gotten that off my chest, and you know that if I'm the one that's doing it, that it must be serious this time. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, usually it's me saying that we, you know, uh, something about offending people. Oh wait, no, it's always you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, what I'd like uh, to do, Shibble. Yeah. What do you I, What do you know about estries? You said you don't know anything about them. What do you imagine them to be in your mind's eye? Take well, me to your you mind. When you say palace. estries to me, yes, and that they're Jewish, right? Yes. This is what I get. I'm gonna tell you what I get. Okay. Um. I'm thinking estries are a bunch of esters okay. who mutated into flying yenta monsters. Okay. And they, they just gossip you to death about their grandchildren's many successes. Mm. I imagine them to look kind of like they have vulture bodies. Yes, like, exactly. Like, yeah. They're like very the witch avian, and spirited very away. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Good place to start. Any other I, guesses? I do. I have two more guesses. Oh, down to three. I love it. Tight three. Um, yeah, well, comedy works in threes, I learned from someone once, from a, from a wise postmaster. It's true. That's the word on the street. Um, is an estuary um, a really amazingly curvy redwood? I think if you spelled it a little bit differently. <laughs> that really tickles me. No, that was good. You got me. You got me with that one. Thank you. That's um, pretty good. My third theory... Mm-hmm. It's a red-eyed, flesh-eating, Jewish humanoid bird monster, kind of okay. like the mythological harpy, 
and it it also sings Yiddish tunes to lure in unsuspecting victims that I guess would be attracted to or at least confused by that tactic. Mm, yeah, drawn to the celebratory sounds of the klezmer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you hear those. Uh, oh, there's a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accordions and cymbals. You know, you just have to. You're drawn right in. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm gonna say you're close, but no cigar. And I'm gonna tell you a little bit about the estuary in the form of a piece of narrative fiction. Oh, I, that's what I need to learn. Thank you, Shivel. That must mean it's uh, story time. It is. It's story time. Story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time! Story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story Story time! time. The air is thick with the smell of sweat on plastic and white corpse paint. What? You're in Dayton, Ohio's premier all-ages nightclub, The Hangout, and it's goth industrial night. They call you Gabriel Orlock, and you are a real vampire. (laughs) Or at least that's what you tell everybody. You're actually Kyle Kowalski, and you like to pick up 19-year-olds at the all-ages goth industrial night by convincing them that you are a vampire. (laughs) The trick is, you don't actually convince them that you're a vampire. You let them convince themselves. You just need to convince them to be open to the possibility that you might be a vampire and they color in the rest. This works surprisingly often and you're surprised you don't have more competition. It's spring break, so the joint is jumping. Time to scope out the local talent. You make your way across the dance floor, taking in the gals wearing black denim and neon orange wristbands that say under 21 in bold block lettering. Your gaze lingers on a bespectacled blonde that has safety pinned a blue foxtail to the back of her corduroys. (laughs) She's sipping a mocktail and getting low to the smooth sounds of Bauhaus. When it comes to furries, you've had better luck with prey animals, but it might work. Just as you're about to glide up behind her and aggressively smell her hair, the dance floor seems to part, and you spy your real target. She is the rarest of birds, a normal girl at the all-ages goth industrial night at the hangout. Brown hair, parted down the middle, pulled back in a scrunchie, a striped sweater that's probably from the Gap. This girl looks so normal. Still... She is here tonight, so there must be some part of her, however small, that is drawn to the darkness. Why else would she be here at the all-ages goth industrial night at the hangout? (laughs) Now all you need to do is fan the flames of passion for darkness inside of her, and she will be yours. You lock eyes with her. The lifts in your shoes boost you to an imposing (laughs) five-foot-eight. But they also give you a stri- give your stride an otherworldly quality as you walk towards her purposefully. Good evening, my dear. <laughs> I hope you'll indulge me by allowing me the pleasure of introducing myself. They call me Gabriel Orlock. The fangs you bought at Party City give you the slightest speech impediment, but that's a problem a real vampire would have to deal with, so you roll with it. Rachel, she says, extending her hand in friendship. You take it in hoardiness, though, bringing it up to your lips for a kiss. The lights from the club catch a pendant dangling from her neck. You gingerly grab it for a closer examination. What a lovely piece, you say. (laughs) Does it have a religious significance? (laughs) It's the Hebrew letter Chai. It's sort of a good luck charm, Rachel explains. So does that mean you're hoping to get lucky tonight? (laughs) You ask with one eyebrow raised. Oh, my lanta, she says, shoving your shoulder jovially. I'm going to get another drink. Can I get you one? No, thank you. I never drink mocktails. 
She shrugs and heads towards the bar. Of course you'd recognize the high she was wearing. You couldn't bring that up, though. Nobody would believe you were a vampire and Jewish. Vampires are goyim stuff. That's why crosses work on them. What does a Jewish vampire care about crosses? You see Rachel stop by the DJ booth on the way back and whisper something to him. He nods and starts fiddling with his deck, plugging something into his playlist. The plaintive bass line crossfades to an orchestra. Brassy vocal harmonies start playing on the club's sound system. What is this? It's beautiful, <laughs> you say as she reapproaches. It's the original cast recording of the musical Rent, she says. <laughs> you nod sagely. She cocks her head and asks you, Do you want to get out of here? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're out in the parking lot, making out while leaning against the side of her Nissan Maxima. She reaches back and pulls the scrunchie out of her hair, and you think you're really living the dream. But her hair begins to float about her, and she is suddenly surrounded by an eerie red glow. She levitates up off the ground. What? What are you? You stutter. The false fangs fall from your mouth as real ones grow into hers. You mean you don't know? What are they teaching the kinder in shul these days? She says, with a slight air of indignation. And then she's upon you, fangs at your throat. Who would have thought that tonight, Kyle Kowalski, a.k.a. Gabriel Orlock, you would meet an Estri, the Jewish lady vampire? <laughs> Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Very nice. I like that very much. Thank you. Yeah, I I wanted to make the character of Rachel authentically Jewish, and I hope that I got there. I, it was fine. Okay. I, I, I think the funniest thing to me was that Gabriel was pretending to be a vampire, <laughs> but not like a, a, a Blade Stephen Dorff vampire, but like a Count Orlock. Yeah, he was trying to be old school. Yeah, he was going to pick up girls by being Nosferatu. Yeah, he was going to walk around with, like, the big golden medallion and <laughs> the tuxedo with a sash. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like, it was like uh, what we do in the shadows a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I really I love that, that show. That is a great show. That is an incredibly funny show. And if anyone out there doesn't watch it, they should. Yeah, Matt Berry is fucking so phenomenal. Funny. In, in oh. every, have you ever seen him in uh, Toast of London? No, I have not. Uh, he plays a, a, a down-on-his-luck actor in London in it, and he's so fucking good. I'll try that. Yeah, you got to check it out. All right, would you, Estries. Would, would you like some facts or no? Yeah, yeah. what kind of facts you got this week? We have Shibble Presents, 10 Yiddish Insults Every Jewish Woman Should Know. Okay, Shibble Presents, 10 Jewish Insults Every Yiddish Lady Should Know. Or ten Yiddish insults every Jewish woman should know. <laughs> ten Yiddish insults every Jewish lady should know. Number one is Alternoyev. Alternoyev. Which is a dirty old man. And what I thought we'd do is we'd do a little improv scene where you would use the phrase. Okay. So I'm going to be Harvey Weinstein and you're going to be Natalie Portman. Okay. Okay, ready? Do you remember your phrase? Get your hands off me, you Alternoyev. Very good. Very good. I wanted to make that scene as short as possible. <laughs> Number two is a hazer. A hazer. That is a pig, a piggish person. So is it is it the word a hazer or is it no, a no, no. hazer? Hazer. Hazer. Okay. C-H-A-Z-E-R. Okay. And that's a piggish person, a pig. Okay. Um, not to be trust someone who's not to be trusted, you know, like, okay. uh, and note like a the greedy illusion. person, note the allusion to the non kosher animal too. Mm, also. Yeah. Unclean. So I'm going to be Mark Meadows and you be Liz Cheney on the January 6th committee. I'm not familiar with a lot of this, but I'm going to go ahead and say, Mark Meadows, you're yes. a hazard. Oh, very good scene. Good scene. I like it. Number three yeah, yeah, is... Shortened to the point. Dumkoff. Mm, Dumkoff. And that is a dunce, a moron. 
Mm, I've I've heard uh, Russian characters like I think Boris and Natasha would call each other Domkovs. A Yiddish word. Yeah. Well, there um, you go. I'm going to be Matt Walsh, and okay. you be my date, Rachel. Okay. And we're discussing the trans community. Matt, I'm going to cut you off right there. Uh, yes. I'm going to say these opinions, you, sir, are a dumb cuff. You're correct. Very good scene, Shivel. You're doing excellently with these. Thank you. Okay, well, those are your first three uh, Yiddish insults every Jewish woman should know. All right. I can't wait to hear numbers four through ten. On to the <laughs> estries. So, uh, yes, as you might have picked up from the story, uh, estries are Jewish lady vampires. Uh, they are also, there's some confusion about whether they are vampires, demons, or witches. Uh, but I, I, I will, uh, I have my own theories on that and we'll get to it. Uh, do they have retractable fangs? Uh, I believe so. they are shape changers. And oh. so that I believe would be part of their shape changing abilities. They drink blood. Uh, that's that's are... two for vampire right there. Shape changing and drinking blood. Yeah, those are two big crossovers of vampires. Right there. And the fangs, three. And Yeah, fangs. Uh, they are uh, servants of uh, uh, possibly Satan, possibly not. There's apparently some hot controversy. That's in... four. That's the same with vampires. Yeah, def- but yeah, servants of a larger evil, perhaps. Or perhaps uh, not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also... Yeah, whether or not, as we, if you listen to our previous episode uh, about Jewish demonology, the one about the Sharika Panda, <laughs> uh, a classic if ever there was, uh, there was a, uh, you might remember that demons in uh, Jewish, in the Jewish conception are not necessarily evil. They're just sort of supernatural beings that yeah. uh, exist on their own sort of mortal, uh, moral spectrum. And if you don't remember, the Sharika Panda was the one who got mad if you were loud when you made a duty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct. He doesn't care for it. Uh, and also, just like that last episode, I got a lot of research help from my friend on Twitter, Adnes Sadeh. Jew- Ju- uh, Jewish monster hunter. That's yes, his name, Jewish right? monster hunter. Yeah, that. And uh, he has a, a big passion for Jewish monster mythology. His uh, Twitter is uh, fantastic. I definitely recommend tracking him down. If I gain uh, about 30 more pounds, I will qualify as a Jewish monster. <laughs> it, well, I don't want us to call fat people monsters. That is not the official <laughs> opinion of this podcast. We're not going to have in two weeks. You're going to be putting an episode fat people. <laughs> I'm doing that next. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not appropriate. That's not what we say here. I apologize. Uh, You're, you are correct. So one thing that you might have noticed, the small detail in the story about her wearing a scrunchie. Yes. And then she took her scrunchie off. And her hair floated around. Yes, that's because their power is tied to their hair. Oh, and that's like the Old Testament, like Samson. Yes, very much like Samson. Yes, similarly, their pa- if their hair is pulled back or bound or worn up, uh, then it is, they are powerless uh, so why would she ever wear a scrunchie maybe to make sure she doesn't hulk out in the middle of the dance floor or something you know oh, you know how sometimes vampires control? will lose con- yeah yeah maybe. you're right i mean she seemed young uh, no because she seemed you know, she had confidence but you never know they can lose control it's like keeping a, uh the safety on on your pistol that's true that's a good call uh they don't need to avoid uh necessarily sunlight or garlic or steaks. They don't need to sleep in coffins. They're not afraid of crosses for sure. Yeah, almost. And like, and, but I know some Jewish people just don't like seeing crosses. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've heard like, like they're uncomfortable in churches. You know? What? Are you never, serious? Yeah, like that. I don't like to go into anybody's house of worship. Oh, never, I, I find it very interesting. Churches and mosques. I always feel like I'm being invasive. Oh, I, I find it interesting, and people are always very welcoming. I hate organized religion, but I think the places are interesting and no, the people. No, and then, and then certainly there's some beautiful buildings, and everyone that you meet is... I. You know what it is? Is when I was maybe 20, my mom's cousin died. 
And I'm sorry. Well, it's all right. Cousins sometimes die, and it's sad. And she was very nice. Her name was Janine. And uh, she, I guess, was uh, did enough in the church as, as a civilian that she was able to get her funeral at uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York. Oh, that's big time. Yeah, a beautiful cathedral. And we went there for the funeral, and there were, like, tourists. And I was oh. like, this sucks. I were they never... taking pictures of your aunt's cousin's funeral? Uh, no, but uh, it was just like, this feels kind of shitty, and I don't ever want to be that guy at someone else's religious place. You know what I mean? Like, what you're doing here, that's important to you. I want to be respectful of that and not be the guy who's like, oh, oh, fascinating that this is what you believe. Mm. <laughs> oh, interesting that you think that. Mm. Isn't that I- just fascinating? But it's all you, pretend. So You it's built like... this building to your to your primitive god, you say? Mm. But that's what it is. It, it's but I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that asshole. I do. I want to go to these primitive places and go, you guys believe in Zeus and Hera, and it's mm. funny. Ooh, interesting. Oh, is this... Ooh, your god's very cute. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I do it. I don't know. I go there and I'm like, oh, that's funny. Look at look at you got your god is stuck on a piece of wood. That's interesting. And then yeah. I go to a then I go to a synagogue and I'm like, oh, look at what we do here. That's stupid. Yeah, yeah. I, all right. I mean, yeah. We're both coming at it from a. We both know what we're doing. I just don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just find the joy in everything. I guess. No. Now, you might be wondering, how could you kill the Estri? I, I was Let's wondering, how were, could I kill one? Because yeah, I'm cause sure I've met a few in Hebrew school. Yeah, and if they're coming at you with their shape-changing vampire powers, and they want your blood, and they do... All right, I've got... My notes are not particularly well-organized this week. That's all right. Don't be a dumb cough. <laughs> God, I, I'm trying not to be. They are said uh, to only drink the blood of Jewish people. Uh, and they prefer male. They stick children. to their own, just like the just like the, the stereotype. That's horrible. <laughs> Crabs in a bucket. Well, <laughs> now that said, estries uh, can appear in the form of a gentile. Oh, and uh, and how is that form any different? Uh, I don't know. It just says that they're gentiles. It doesn't wear a high. <laughs> Yeah, it's just not... It's the uh, same exact girl without the high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now her name is Kathy. What a nice pendant. <laughs> yeah, it's a cross. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, in the Sefer Hasidim, in a chapter, chapter called The Testament of Rabbi Judah, there's a story of a Gentile woman who can turn into a cat. Uh, so it might be that... Yeah, you don't need... Because part of this is that... Uh, Estries are uh, witches who might have made a bargain with demons or some sort of dark power, and that's how they've become Estries. But they're not dark powers, demons, in in Judaism. No, they're not necessarily. But there are some darker ones. I'm not not a big Jewish mysticist. I know much more about um, uh, Catholicism and their mysticism than I do about Jewish mysticism. Like, I'd never heard of Sharika Panda, but I know about, like, Abigor and, like, all the demons and stuff like that, because they're interesting. And there's a lot of overlap, because a lot of demons in uh, Christianity are Old Testament. Uh, but, but like, the Lesser Key of Solomon isn't from the Old Testament. and Yeah, yeah, and I mean, not all of it. The Ars I'll, Goetia. Or... There, there is overlap. But in, in it's my understanding in Jewman in Jewish demonology that a demon can be sort of good or bad the same way a person can be sort of good or bad. I like Only, I like that interpretation better because that way you could actually know a demon and be cool with one. Yeah. And they I don't think they can be as good as a human can be. Well that's not fair. Why? It'd be because we were chosen by God. We're God's favorites. Humanity oh, is God's that's favorite. Right. Creation. That's why the angels are jealous and hate us. Uh, yeah, and that's why the Jews are the chosen people, which is probably why Estries can only drink Jewish blood. Which is probably why everyone hates us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's also that too. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, in uh, the... Whose the... marketing idea was that? Oh, we're the chosen people. Great one, whoever thought of that. 
Yeah, I think that's more for like an internal pride than it is for like other people. Yeah, I would, I, I would, whoever did the PR for that campaign, like I, I'd like to go back and have a chat with them because that, that, yeah. that, it really doesn't come off well. Yeah, maybe so. They're like, uh, Judaism, we're not bothering anybody. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Judaism, not a threat to you. Yeah. <laughs> Just please, it's fine, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine, uh, please. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in the testament of Rabbi Judah, there's a story of a Gentile woman who can turn into a cat. And she's going to attack this Jewish guy, but he recognizes her as an Estries. And so he, he hits her and she runs away. He hits day, her. Yeah, he's like, get get out of here. He kicks he her. He just gives her a bop on the head or something? Yeah, hits her with like a broom. I don't know. <laughs> uh, something where she gets injured. Because the next day, she comes to him in the form of a man. And, and she's still injured. And she says, like, please... Can I, can I have some bread and salt? Because if you feed an estuary bread and salt and you were the one that injured it, that will heal its injuries. That is so the it, most specific lore I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, so if you like hit someone and they say, man, I need you to make... If you hit a, a Jewish lady, I guess specifically, <laughs> and she says, I'll feel better if you get me like a pretzel, then <laughs> that's probably she's an estuary. But well, don't. But she could. Jewish she, woman. She could be in any form, though. So she could. She anyone. could be. In, yeah. She also could be a Gentile. It says specifically. You're right. In the story, she's a Gentile. So you probably shouldn't put your hands on anyone. That's yes. Less that's the story. Yeah. The real lesson is, and if you do, and you feel bad, give them some bread and salt. And if they <laughs> get healed, well, that means they're an estuary, and you did the right thing by hitting them. Uh, <laughs> Hit them again. <laughs> so, but an older fella sees. What's going on? She sees the estuary asking for some bread and salt. And he says, don't give it to her. That's the estuary from yesterday. And if you help her and she gets better, everyone that uh, she harms from here on in, that will be your responsibility. And uh, so she ended up succumbing to her uh, injuries. Oh, what a sad end of the story. Yes, but... A happy ending because she didn't get to go on to harm more people. She wasn't out we, there drinking more blood. We don't punish estuaries for crimes they haven't committed yet. I mean, we don't know necessarily what she was planning to do. We know what she's also what she's done. I mean, she was going to attack that guy in the form of a cat. Listen, all we know is that all we know is that that guy hit her. That's the only assault that occurred, to my knowledge. Well, okay, I guess I am assuming facts, not in in evidence. And then I would have to go back and dig up some prior bad acts, which would probably be ruled as inadmissible because exactly. I'm trying to paint the victim as a criminal. Yeah, really. What is my client? Like some kind of murderer? Yeah. It's Rachel with a high. I mean, what's, what's the problem here? It's true. I'm sorry, Rachel. It, Look at her scrunchie. It's beautiful. Justice for Rachel. <laughs> now, what's, Rachel's la- what's Rachel's last name, if you had to guess? Uh, I'm going to say, uh, just, uh, green. I'm going to say her family Americanized it from Greenberg to green. I'm going to say Stultz. Okay. I like it. Okay. Uh, I don't think that's Jewish. And yeah, they also probably could be trying German. to fly under the radar. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Trying to fly under the radar. <laughs> yeah. They're inscru- inscrutable, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> you can never spot them. That's the tough part. <laughs> They look just like you or me. Um, so, they can be harmed by conventional means. You can't like just bopping like, them on the head. Apparently, yeah, you could just beat them up. Yeah, good old punch in the mouth. Uh, I, but I know, I know who's gonna have a field day with this bitch. Well, I mean, I don't like that kind of language, Shaq. But I can't say I'm gonna argue. Uh, he was just fired up. He's sorry. It's yeah. Come on, let's save it for the save it for the court. I'm fellas. sorry. Tell tell the lady I apologize. That's yeah. Just because you're going to be fighting to the death doesn't mean you have to insult all women. Just a little now, bit of smack talk. He apologizes. Go ahead. So uh, there, but here's the thing: they will come back to life if you don't bury them with rocks in their mouths. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> 
Possibly you might need to also drive a stake through the back of their head down into the dirt. Oh my and then god. Fill their mouth, you have to mouths. really mutilate them. Yeah, you really have to fuck a lady up. <laughs> uh, yeah, because if you don't, they'll they'll regenerate and they'll get even better faster if you give them the the bread with the salt on it. What happens if you don't bury them correctly? Uh, the, they'll regenerate and they'll claw their ways back up from the grave and they'll come back and get you. And find some bread and salt. Or do yeah. they have to be given the bread and salt? Is there, is part of the act giving it to them? Uh, it has to. The bread and salt has to come from the person that injured them. Oh, so they can't like crawl out of the grave and find the pretzels. No, no. They need it. It needs to be given them by the person that injured them. So they'll go looking for the guy and be like, pretzels, you know? Yeah. Or, and I think they also have some limited, like, I bet if they drink some blood, then they get their magic powers back. They can use some of that to heal themselves. If they cut their, their, um, split ends in their hair and their hair is important, right? Taking yeah. Care yeah. Of their hair. Making sure they've got it tight and Conditioning. right. Yeah. Giving it one of those deep masks. Oh yes. Oh yes. Jeff. Treat yourself. Good. Treat yes. yourself. You're worth it. That's what I always say. <laughs> to yourself, you tell yourself it's what you're worth it. I always tell myself I'm worth it. You are God worth damn it. it. I'm I glad, you should. You should tell yourself that. We should all. We're all worth it. That's right. So even uh, fat people, which we will be yeah. covering on our next episode. Yes, the truest monster of all. <laughs> <laughs> So, would you be mad if I told you I was doing a monster and then we started the episode and I was really doing fat people? You were just reading out, like, anti-fat people propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just for a straight hour and be like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I could make it funny, I bet. I could make it stop, I bet, pretty <laughs> quick. <laughs> so, um... Uh, Let's see. What else do I got here about the estries? Uh, oh, Isn't you can it, tell oh. if a woman you've killed <laughs> is an estri. One of them. <laughs> yeah. If if just one of the ones you've killed, if you're checking them to see if they're estries, uh, you can tell if she'll come back if her mouth is open when you go to bury her. From That's a good closed, tip. And if, and if it's not open, then the woman you've murdered is just a woman. <laughs> Yeah, but if it's open, you want to start stuffing it full of rocks. Yeah, yeah. and if it's closed, you want to start stuffing it full of rocks and putting it in a, in a body of water so it sinks and you don't get arrested because you just murdered somebody. It'd be horrible if it turned out we inspired a serial killer. What? If oh my god! Six months from now, we start. The, they call him the Mouth Rock Killer. The no S3. one knows why he's filling their mouths with rocks. I hope they call him the Shibble Killer. That would be the greatest. That would probably be the funniest thing in my life if, if that ever happened. If a serial killer like started killing people like an estuary, and they called him the Shibble Killer, I don't think I'd ever. Oh my god! I'm, I feel it coming. I don't think I'd ever stop. I'm laughing. Oh my god! <laughs> and then so they have pictures of you in the paper. Yeah, local postmaster <laughs> inspires serial killer rampage. <laughs> he told me to stuff their mouths with rocks. Anti-Semitic podcast host Chris Anderson. <laughs> He said the Jewish ladies are vampires. (laughs) Oh, my God. So just right now, I want to go on the record and say Jewish ladies are not vampires. Do not murder women and stuff their mouths with rocks. (laughs) I am now free of all legal ability. Menahem... Zayuni Menachem. wrote Menachem. Oh yeah, I wrote that down. Yeah, wrong, incorrectly. Yes, Menachem Zayuni wrote in 1430 in his commentary: There are men and women who possess demonic abilities. They smear their bodies with a secret oil, <laughs> and instantly fly off like the eagle over the seas and rivers and forests and brooks. But they must return home by sunrise. Wait. 
why did people back then talk like that? Like, they, he, he didn't just say she flew off. She goes, she flew off over the seas and hills and brooks. Like, what? What? She flew off. That's what happened. I mean, back then, it was really difficult to write things down. So you really wanted to put some effort into what you were writing down. I know, now we're it, writing and reading shit all the time. It just it's adds like nothing. Cares. Just be concise, Menachem. Yeah. Menachem, you're canceled. <laughs> It took, it took, what, 700 years? Uh, 600. 600. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, you might notice in that story, or in what Menachem was saying there, uh, that he mentioned men doing this as well. There is a, a, a male cryptid cousin to the estuary, which is the werewolf. The, the what? In, uh, that's a werewolf. In the regular Jewish, werewolf? Uh, in Jewish folklore, werewolves are male witches that uh, can shape change into into werewolf form. Really? Uh, yes. And the estuary is the lady version. That is a uh, lady witch that changes into a vampire lady. Oh, so a male estuary is a werewolf when it changes, and a female estuary is a vampire when it changes. Yes, and nobody knows what a non-binary Jewish witch would change into. I'm going to say if we have any non-binary Jewish witches in our listening audience, which I'm going to say is not impossible. No, why would it be impossible? That is actually, I'm going to put the odds of 50-50. Let us know <laughs> what you would change into. Uh, not 50-50, Shibble. It's not just one or the other. That's the whole n- point. Don't you get it? You got me. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was okay. I'll grant you that one. Thank you. Uh, there now, there's a little bit of confusion going back into some of this uh, as to whether or not which Jewish vampire, like what estries actually are. They get terms transposed with a couple of other things. There's the aluka, which is a uh, means horse leech. <laughs> and uh, they were uh, a demonic vampire in Jewish folklore. And they had mouths like big leeches, you know, oh. like with the teeth coming in at all angles. And then also uh, uh, they get confused a lot with uh, succubus. By who? Uh, who, who? Who's confusing them? Like old Jewish folklore, it seems like these terms get used interchangeably a little oh. bit, but it seems like these are different things. I thought me. you meant like everyday people were just like, yeah, oh my well, god, is that an Luca? Oh no, no, it's no, just an that's estuary. an estuary. It's not. De- it's a witch. It's not a demon. It's an estuary. <laughs> we were just cryptid watching, and and we couldn't tell. We got in an argument. Yeah, well, the, you got to look for the throat, uh, and then uh, there's also look uh, for the scrunchy. Yeah. So I've got one last estuary story, and then I've got sort of that's the end of my estuaries. Well, would you like um, some more um, Yiddish or no? Yeah, let's do. Let's break it up with a quick. Shibble presents ten Yiddish insults every Jewish lady should know. How about Farstunkener? Farstunkener. Very good. That would be a smelly or malodorous person. Mm. So once again, I'll be Matt Walsh, and you'll be okay. my date, Rachel, and we're talking about trans people. Ready? Hi, Rachel. Matt Walsh, I'm going to cut you off right now. I've heard what you've had to say about trans people, and I think it's disgusting. I think that you, as a person, down to your very soul, are a fashtunkener. Very good, Shivel. What a scene. Thank you. And scene. Okay, next is Fonferrer. Mm. Fonferrer. That would be a double talker. Oh, like a two-face. So, um, I, I'll be a Fonferrer and you be a shibble. Okay. And you're going to call me a Fonferrer. Ready? Yeah. That was just collateral damage, shibble. Like, I believe in austerity, you know? Like, that's black ops and, like, correctional facilities and... Listen, I'm going to cut you off right now. I hear what you're saying and it doesn't make any sense. I think... You're not being honest with yourself. <laughs> I think you, if you went to go look in the mirror right now, you would see, looking back at you, a fonferer. Very. You are excellent with Yiddish. Boppy's going to love this part. Oh, Next fantastic. is a hit singer. 
Mm. Hitziger. That's a hothead. Mm. Shibble, I'm angry at you. What? Hey, hey, hey. No reason to be Hitziger. I'm. Oh, I was going to threaten you. Very good. That was excellent. No. You, you no, got I there wanna, first. That's de escalation. And listen um, to this, police officers. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, you know what? Okay, let's not start with them. Uh, last in this section, but not least, is Kibitzer. Do you know what that is? Uh, Chatty Cathy? Yeah, kind of an intrusive, uh, meddlesome spectator. Mm, yeah, Kibitzer. So you are Jewish Jessica, okay. and you are doing work at a Starbucks, and mm-hmm. I'm intrusive Thomas Redfeather. Okay. I don't want to do that invitation. No, you know what? I'm glad that you said that, and I'm going to thank you for not being a kibitzer. <laughs> there you go. Well done. We did it. So uh, let's go to our last bit. I've got tales of uh, estries going all the way back to King Solomon himself. Oh, my God. The knot cutter. The Testament of Solomon tells of a boy. That was attacked by a vampire. Uh, it, uh, the boy uh, would famously uh, suck his thumb. That was his signature move. Wait, this is true? This is true. He loved sucking his thumb. Is this the same boy that Solomon cut in half? No, different boy. Okay. But he was a friend of King Solomon. Oh, King Solomon had a soft spot for the boy. And he went and he told him that at night he's sucking his thumb. And then uh, a vampire comes in and steals his money and his food, and also his blood. <laughs> In that order? Yeah. And boy, that's three things that you really need. <laughs> and so Solomon was so moved by this story of this uh, child that he loved that this is when he forged his famous ring, the Ring of Solomon, that gave him control over demons and allowed him to uh, make the uh, vampire that was attacking the boy his servant. That's why they wrote the Lesser Key of Solomon. He's, they always uh, talk about him like he's the demon tamer. Yes, and th- this is how he got his start, with an estuary. Is that really how he... And that's... The Ring of Solomon is how he controls demons? Yes. It might all, It might have been in a Luca, though, because it does say that it is a, a, a demon vampire. But it also could have been an estuary, you know, that it gained demonic powers. Well, it was definitely female, because if it was a male estuary, it would have been a werewolf. It's true. It was not a werewolf. It was definitely not a lichen. So, yeah, it, yeah. And and probably probably not a ooh, uh, chupacabra. Can you picture that that guy um Gabriel Orlock going to the club from Blade and hitting on <laughs> Oh no, and hitting on the chick from Underworld? <laughs> Oh, I see that uh, you're looking quite delicious. (laughs) I really like your leather outfit and how tight it hugs your body. (laughs) I got my cape at Hot Topic. Did you know that I write poetry? (laughs) Can I show you my collection of erotic lithographs? (laughs) Go ahead, Chippewa. It'll go on forever. <laughs> it's true. And you know what? That situation was pretty crazy. I got to tell you, this whole situation is crazy, but can an estri's love? A werewolf ain't my dad, but it's not so bad. It might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it give me a kiss? Can it hold my hand? Would it say I love you? Does it understand? Does it know that I've never felt this way before? There's a full moon tonight. It's so romantic. This might sound crazy, but... Can it love? Can it love? Can it love? Well, you tell me. I mean, you know more about it than I. Can the Nestries love? All right, so let's go with the witch origin 
the the witch that has made a pact with a demon of some sort, possibly Satan. And become a vampire? To become a vampire of sorts. So it's a witch that's become a vampire. Yeah, like I don't think they can bite vampires and make other vampires. Right, right. But they are but they have the traits of a vampire, but they're just yeah, a they, one off. They they gain magical powers from blood and they can fly and they can change their shape. Right. Gotcha. Uh so can I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes it can. Well, what are that what are they before they're a witch? A normal person that's interested in witchcraft? Well then yes. Yeah, unless unless this deal with the demon alters you in such a way that you lose your capacity to love. But we and have no that, evidence of that. Yeah, and maybe that's a canonical difference between maybe Estries can love and traditional Christian vampires cannot because they've died. Have you seen True Blood? Bill loves Sookie so much that he would lay down his life for her, and I cry when he dies at the end. I don't want to talk about it. It's like when well, Dobby dies. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna go with more interview with a vampire vampire. Oh no! Or even or even Dracula vampire, and they're they're only capable of twisted versions of of love i don't think they're capable of actual love anymore i think an estries might be capable of genuine true love i well i'm i'm picturing an estries being more of a true blood vampire so i say yes i'm agreeing with you okay okay yeah we're saying we're both on the same page love what's your dream date dream date with an estries um uh jewish chick date uh or might be a gentile uh, but well, is oh, it's into gonna Jewish guys. It's going to shape shift now. It might naturally be. It might naturally be a gentile. They what might are you be talking gentile. about? They could be gentile witches that have made pacts with Jewish demons. Oh, you didn't. Oh God. But no matter what, you know they're into Jewish guys. Well, they're in. What now? They have a fetish for me. Yes, they might be after your blood. That's another concern that you need to be watching out. For. Wait, 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 wait. Does she like me because of me, or does she like me because of my blood? Let's say she likes you because of you. Let's say she's not there to drink your blood on the first date. Okay, so this she likes me because date. of me, and I know she's a demon vampire. Yes. Um. Okay, then I'm I'm not going to treat her like a normal Jewish girl. I'm going to treat her more as a demon vampire. Which vampire? Which, Sorry. excuse me, which vampire who's made a deal with a demon? Yes. And I'm going to take her to Arnie's place. Oh, the classic. Yes. You bring a lot of your first dates to Arnie's. Yeah. I mean, it's just a fun time. I, I Have I mentioned that before? At least once. <laughs> I like to throw it in uh, every once in a while. But yeah, you got little tokens and, and they uh, have all those arcade games and they have foosball and air hockey. Um, I think an Estries is just a regular chick who became a witch and then became a vampire. And she's, you know, so she's into change. So she yeah. would have a lot of different activities and we could change at Arnie's. Sounds good. I'm going to, I'm going to take my estries, my estries. Yeah. Uh, to the spa. We're going to have a spa day. Uh, that way she can come out with her hair looking good. She can be really proud of it. And, uh, you know, maybe we can see each other in a little skimpy robe or something. Who knows? A little flirty fun. Yeah. Spa day. I like that. And you're going to treat her, too. She's going to yeah, like that. Yeah, oh, obviously my treat. Yeah. No, no, no. I meant you're treating her like she's going to feel pampered. Yes, yes, also that. Yeah, no, yours is better than mine. That Mine was selfish. I just wanted to play. Uh, I just wanted to go back and play at Arnie's. But can it fuck? That sounds crazy, but can it fuck? Yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. Can this thing fuck? Are you kidding me? Uh, it doesn't, though, often, because it's cold. Yeah, oh, no, you're yeah. right. They're not all Jewish chicks. Um, uh, <laughs> so I'm just joking, sisters. Um, yeah, of course it can. It's just a chick who became a, a vampire. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure 100%. I hope they all have fantastic sex lives. Yes. Best of luck to you. Now, let's see you get beat up. <laughs> it's fight night. Ding, ding, ding.
fight. Okay, first fight. We've got the Estries versus Prime, seven foot one, three hundred and twenty pounds, Shaquille O'Neal. I am going to grab an Estries <laughs> and squeeze it into the shape of a basketball. <laughs> And then I'm going to slam dunk it straight into a coffin <laughs> where I will fill its mouth with rocks and bury it. One Shaq, no problem. One Shaq it is. Shaq answers it himself. Thank you for coming on the show, yeah. Shaq. I got to agree with Shaq on this one. Thank I, you. I, Shaq, before you leave, thank you for coming on the show. We do appreciate you making a real appearance. Hey, as long as you keep cutting those checks. Yeah, we 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 will. Everybody so. knows Shaq will appear in just about any damn thing if you cut him a check. Hey, listen, the general; those are good commercials. I we appreciate those. Uh, fight two. We've got the Estries versus three Ospreys, three Esters, and three Ostriches. Okay. Well, Ostreys. Espers. Esters. Women Esters. named Esters. Yes. And ostriches? Yes. They're mean. Yeah, they are mean. Uh, but I'm going to say that the... Uh, the es- none of, I've noticed you know, several of those are flightless birds. There was no bird capable of flight. I think flight is definitely going to be a huge advantage for the estuary in this combat. See, I didn't know what the estuary could do when I wrote this list. Yeah. So I, you know, some of these are mismatches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean that, and there's a lot of numbers there. It's not good. You know, uh, it's going to be a tough fight, but I think also with the shape changing abilities, you know, you change it to a tiger here or there, you know, you do what you got to do and you get it done. I agree. Number three, we've got the, uh, estuaries versus, the Estrays, a wild mm. roving pack of vicious, feral Peruvian dogs. Mmm. A whole pack of them, huh? A pack, yes. Yeah, I'm going to have to put that on the pack of wild dogs. <laughs> I think. That's a tough fight. Really? This is a uh, demon witch vampire. Yeah, I, if I knew more about what these powers entailed, you know what? I bet they do include... They bite. Uh, They're could, dogs. Not dogs. I know, I'm the, joking. Uh, it was just yeah, a joke. <laughs> uh, the uh, Estreeds might have animal control powers. I could see that falling into a witch's purview pretty easily. That's so, an excellent point. Yeah, I might. I'm. I could put the that on the Estreeds if 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 this particular witch studied animal control magic, then I'll put it on the Estreeds. Okay, and Estreeds versus both of us. Okay. Each holding a billy club. Okay. We're in our current physical shape, but we have okay. unlimited cardio. Okay, so we never yeah. Um Yeah, I think we could take it. I think if we go aggressive with it, I think we could take her. Wow. This is the first monster we've had well no, not the first. <laughs> well, the unlimited cardio certainly helped. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> To say, oh, yeah, and you'll never get tired of swinging. Like, okay, great. Which is the biggest <laughs> thing in a fight, of course. So uh, we're yeah. just like, oh, yeah, we've got that. Uh, we've got yeah, the Estries. Every punch comes out like the first one. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> we've got the Estries versus Carl Winslow and Uncle mm. Phil. And, yes, they are together. Is Carl Winslow armed? Uh, he's a police he's officer. A yeah, is so he is he on obviously, duty? Obviously, what are you talking about? It's funny to imagine him in every scene where he's not in uniform that he probably just has like a twenty-two in an ankle holster. <laughs> <laughs> I always picture him having one of those, like like wearing white boxers, a wife beater, and like um one of those slings across his chest. You know, like a mm. shoulder holster. Yeah. No, I, I could see him a twenty-two in the ankle kind of guy. Yeah, he could He's do also that. got a holdout piece. Yeah, yeah. And if there could be a f- good comedy bit where he tries to grab it and he fumbles and he falls <laughs> over the couch. Whoa! <laughs> Phil, help me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say with a gun, uh, Carl Winslow is gonna be off to a great start. Uncle Phil, obviously there in case things get close. 
Because Uncle Phil was a big dude. Will, <laughs> when I tell you a lesson about life, um, we've got the Estries versus the Sinaloa Cartel. Well, this is a bit of a mismatch. Yeah, I'm going to put this one on the Sinaloa Cartel. <laughs> I didn't know. Jesus. The Estries versus Rainbow Bright with a crossbow in sight and a taste for the fight. Ooh. You know what? I got to put this one on Rainbow Bright. She First of all, crossbow, perfectly good weapon for taking down an Estries. Make sure you don't get in close, don't get bit. And also, uh, Rainbow Bright, just a fantastic little girl. <laughs> all who, heart. Who would win in a fight, Rainbow Bright or Punky Brewster? Ooh, Rainbow Bright seems to encounter more combat situations. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to put this one on Rainbow Bright. Last one. The Estries versus Scrappy-Doo, but Scrappy is a flesh-and-blood talking dog and is on PCP. Okay. Is he still a puppy? Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's, he, but he's a real puppy. Yeah, I'm going to put, uh, even on PCP, I bet a puppy, yeah, an Estries is going to be able to take down a, a puppy really? on PCP. Really? Yeah, he's, he's the same size. He's the rel- relative same size as he'd be on TV, so he's bigger than the average puppy. So he's probably like the size of a terrier. Yeah, but with a, a head the size like a, that's like a cubic foot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that is a big, big bite damage on that. But he's not gonna. I think the flight is once again gonna be the deciding oh, factor. That's here. a great point. I didn't think the hair is a weapon we haven't talked about. You're right. She's got too much on him. Yeah, and is that fight night? That is fight night. Whoo! What a fight. Well, then I gotta ask: Do you have any more? Uh, Shibble presents ten Yiddish insults. Every Jewish lady should know. This one's fitting. We've got a Makashefa. Makashefa. That's a witch. Mm, a witch, eh? So I'm going to be Thomas Good. I'm, okay. I'm a witch hunter, and you're Stavros Schmaltz, and you're a Jewish defender of women back in puritanical times. Okay. I'm going to find the witches. Thomas Good, <laughs> here's what you should know. <laughs> You want to see... I've already forgotten the word. <laughs> Makashefa. You want to see a witch? Go look in the mirror. You're the real Makashefa. Very good, Stavros. Um, we've got a Paskudnik. A Paskudnik? A Paskudnik, yep. Paskudnik, okay. That is a revolting, disgusting, evil person. Ugh, a Paskudnik. Um, so we will just say that is like a Victor Salva. Mm, fair enough. The, that gentleman is certainly a Piskudnik. Yes, Victor Salva is a Piskudnik. Um, last uh, last one is a, a Zlob. 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 An insensitive, ill-mannered person. Mm, a real Zlob. We don't do a Trump, so this isn't going to work. <laughs> yeah, we don't have one in the pocket. No, we don't. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, those are your Yiddish words. Now, do you remember any of them? All right. I remember, uh, no, uh, uh, was No Goodnick one of them? No. <laughs> Dumbkoff. Dumbkoff. That's the one I was Puss thinking. Puskudnik, you were thinking Puskudnik. That's a, a vile person. I would have thought you would have th- remembered Farstunkener. Farstunkener? Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Beautiful the smelly sound. person. Yes. Well, those yeah. are your Yiddish words, Shibble. I hope you learned them. I, you know, by the time I'm finished editing this, I will have them in the back pocket. I bet you will. <laughs> uh, well, how are you doing? Are you afeared? You can Did you see handle me. this situation? You can see I can me, see can't you? Shivering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not shivering. It's shaking because I'm. It's I'm full frightened. on shaking. I'm frightened, Shibble. I I was uh, very frightened by these tales because I'm Jewish and I meet you know I'm I meet some Jewish girls in my time and I mean one of them could have been an estuary. Yeah, they in fact, could I'm pretty be, they, certain one of the they, one or two was an estuary. They were targeting you for your hot Jewish blood. <laughs> There's no wait, wait, time out. There's no such thing as Jewish blood. We should say. But yeah, well, that you should say to the Estries. Yeah, well, we should say to the audience that anyone could be Jewish. You, you, it's true. You could literally. You could walk into your or your local 
uh, temple and say, I'm interested in converting, they'd be more than happy to see you and put you on the right path. Yeah, anyone who's talking about Jewish blood, I mean, Sammy Davis Jr. had as much Jewish blood as I do, so it makes no sense. It's true. And Estries would also love to attack Sammy Davis Jr. Yes, which probably... that's what I mean by Jewish blood. Yes, that's (laughs) what we mean by Jewish blood. Um... So I I just am frightened, and I don't think I'll be able to sleep. And the one thing I need to know from you, you got to tell me and be honest, be straight up with me. Is it real? Is real? Shake it, Bavakasha. Hey! Well, who am I to argue <laughs> with the great scholars that have told us of the estuary. Uh, once again, I am not going to put myself in the position to say, hey, someone's religion or culture is wrong. Is it real? Doesn't work as well for these sort of segments. <laughs> it works a lot better for, say, Goat Man. Siren Head. Yeah. <laughs> Slender Man. Yeah, something where I could say, nope. Because we know what that was, and it wasn't what it said. You know what is uh, real is going to be real fun for when we, when we do the Jesus episode. Yeah, or the fat people episode. The fat people isn't real. <laughs> no, they're just skinny people with extra weight on them. No, everything that we've said has been a horrible lie about fat people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to say I'm not the expert. I, I am not in a position to say whether or not estries are real. Why didn't you ask Adna Sadeh? Adna Sadeh certainly has put together lots of great presentations on whether or not they are real. Uh, Does he know if they're real? As a folklorist, I'm not sure if reality is his question. <laughs> kind of. I'm uh, going to go out on a limb and say absolutely real. Okay. So, yeah, then that's going to be what we're going to go with. 100% real. Yep, I, I think I've met some. I've had teachers, and I had a teacher in, in um, Hebrew school who literally, she was Israeli too, and mm. uh, she was mean as shit. And uh, she grabbed me by my ear once, and you're not supposed to touch pe- kids like that. And this was like no. the, you know, like, ni- this is like the 90s at this point. Ah, yeah, and she then twisted you would have been my ear and pulled me, you know? And I was like, you know, let the fuck go, you know? It hurt. And I, my, yeah. my mom went in the next day, and she she was not happy. No, I wouldn't be happy either. That's fucked up. It was fucked up, and I remember it very specific. And I think she might have been an estuary. Either that or that uh, mandatory military training just kicked in. Yeah, yeah she got mad. <laughs> she got some Krav Maga on her ear. <laughs> she, she was. She was treating me like, like I was uh, occupying the West Bank. And it looks like we're getting the red light from Uncle Monster. Uncle Monster, how are you, buddy? Man, I'm doing pretty good. Oh, that's great to hear. And 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 what are you gonna what what are we gonna do until next episode, buddy? I'm sorry. I was about to have Uncle Monster recommend Shoah, but I decided against it. What's Shoah? Oh, the Holocaust movie. Yeah, the, uh, like, eight hours of just te- testimony from... Oh, Holocaust no, no, survivors. no, don't do that. Yeah, nope. No. Don't, I mean, it's an important document. It is, but don't Uncle watch Monster it for fun. can't, can't... No. Why don't you guys watch uh, The Game, directed by David Fincher? <laughs> that was your fallback! <laughs> that was the first movie that came into my head. <laughs> We'll we'll try that one out, Uncle. I I I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the game, that's for sure. <laughs> no, oh hey, and it's Uncle Monster too. Hey, brother, how are you? I'm doing good. You got any movies? Well, if you like horror movies, watch the movie Hereditary. It's not as good as people say, but it's good enough. Okay. and thank you guys so much for listening uh we want to thank you guys for uh tuning in thank you for uh checking out our social medias on instagram you can find us at uncle monster six on patreon you can find us at uncle monster six 
And on Twitter, you can find us at Uncle Monster Podcast. I mean, we got we we, we do this for you guys. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a lie. We do it for ourselves, but uh, we have a lot more fun because you guys do it with us. And thank you so much for listening, sharing, liking, um, and just being here with us because it makes it a lot of fun. And uh, we really do appreciate it. So, uh, a, you know, a deeply meant thank you. Yes. And until next time. Don't, don't get, get spooked. spooked.